It's Saturday, March 12th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Ukraine's president warned Saturday of a new stage of terror by Russian forces in Ukraine after what he said was the kidnapping of a mayor in the south of the country as well as a fresh round of airstrikes on the outskirts of the capital of Kyiv. Cruise missiles slammed into an airport south of Kyiv early Saturday, setting fire to an oil terminal and an ammunition depot, authorities said. Russian strikes also hit suburbs to the east and west, while a drone crashed in the center of the city after being shot down. The stepped-up missile strikes and bombings came as Russia repositioned its ground forces for what was expected to be a new push to encircle the capital, Western officials said. In a video address released early Saturday, Ukraine President Volodymyr Zelensky denounced what he described as the abduction by Russian forces of the mayor of the southern city of Melitopol, who had refused to cooperate with occupying troops and continued to display a Ukrainian flag in his office. Meanwhile, healthcare companies say they are duty-bound to continue supplying drugs, vaccines, and medical equipment to Russia though Western sanctions and other measures have thrown up hurdles. The Ukraine invasion has prompted Western car makers, luxury good purveyors, and other companies to leave Russia. Makers of drugs, vaccines, and medical equipment continue to do business, however, saying they have an ethical responsibility, though some drug and device firms have spoken out against the invasion and scaled back operations. Johnson & Johnson, which sells drugs and medical devices, plans to continue to provide what it said are essential products to Russia. Drug distributor Amerisource Bergen Corporation said it has stopped doing business in Russia, though it will keep distributing certain cancer drugs and finish clinical trials. Many Western drug makers have issued statements voicing opposition to the Russian invasion, expressing support for Ukrainians and making donations to help Ukraine and refugees. In financial news, Uber Technologies Incorporated is imposing a temporary surcharge on U.S. customers to soften the blow to drivers from mounting gas prices. The fuel surcharge goes directly to the drivers, the ride-sharing and food delivery company said Friday. It ranges from $0.45 cents to $0.55 cents for Uber riders and $0.35 cents to $0.45 cents for Uber Eats customers. The charge will be in effect for the next two months. As of February, retail gas prices in the U.S. were up 38% year-over-year, according to the U.S. Energy Information Administration. The average price per gallon of regular gas in the U.S. reached a record high on Tuesday, up nearly 18% from where it was just nine days earlier. Uber Chief Executive Dara Khosrowshahi said Monday that driver earnings would remain consistent if every 20% increase in cost of gas was met with a 1% increase in passenger fares. In entertainment news, NBC Universal's Peacock is finalizing a deal with Major League Baseball for exclusive rights to stream games in a new Sunday time slot as the league looks to increase digital partnerships. The deal with NBC Universal, a unit of Comcast, would involve a package of 18 games, some beginning at 11:30 a.m. Eastern Time and others just after noon. That would limit the conflict with Sunday games that typically start at 1 p.m., making the telecasts more valuable for Peacock. The games would primarily be played on the East Coast, given the early timing. The games would be available exclusively for paying Peacock subscribers, meaning consumers wouldn't have access through traditional cable TV packages or other streaming services 
such as MLB's direct-to-customer app, the people familiar with the discussion said. And, lovers of sunlight and springtime will rejoice on Sunday when clocks across most of the U.S. move ahead an hour and the dark days of winter start to recede. For roughly 100 years, the majority of Americans have dutifully set their clocks an hour ahead to spring forward each spring and fall back into standard time each fall. Daylight savings time lasts for a total of 34 weeks in the U.S., from early to mid-March to the beginning of November in states that observe it. Arizona and Hawaii observe permanent standard time. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.